0: Bootcamp to sign up. It's also linked in the show notes for you. I can't wait to help you habit hack your health. I'll see you in Habit Loop Bootcamp. Hey friend, welcome to the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. I'm your host, Emily Nichols. I'm a self-care coach who is on a mission to help you get your body and mind fit through simple and sustainable self-care habits. And I get it. I'm a busy working boy mom who used to feel like a hot mess all the time until I found a solution, my own self-care routine. And friend, I want that for you too. Join us each week to hear attainable self-care tips for all areas of your life from my amazing guests or quickie episodes with me sharing my own experiences and professional wellness knowledge. After each episode, you'll leave with an action plan to start making self-care a priority in your life and get your body and mind fit. So grab a cup of coffee, glass of wine, or your favorite sparkling water and let's do this. You're listening to episode 75 of the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. Hey, friend. Thanks so much for listening. And again, I'm so glad you're here. I can't believe I just said 75th episode of the show. That's just crazy. I'm so thankful you're here. And thank you so much for listening. Hey, I'm going to keep this one short because... Christmas is just a few days away. The holidays are a really busy time and sometimes an overwhelming time. So I don't want to take up too much of your precious time, but I wanted to pop in for a self-care quickie tip for you. And with it being almost January, the January Whole30 is just right around the corner, I wanted to share five ways that the Whole30 can be a form of self-care for you. As you know, I've launched my brand new Whole30 Anytime course, like the name implies, you can do it. Anytime, There's a link in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. And I'm hosting a weekly webinar every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern to take a deep dive into the Whole30 so you can learn if it's a good option for you or not, share a little bit about my story and more about the course and what it looks like. But just a little quick glimpse, the course is a way to have some virtual accountability with me. There are some upgrades you can do to be able to text and have Zoom calls with me as well for even more added accountability but i provided a lot of free downloads in there for you to think about your habits and non-scale victories and a self-care calendar with lots of suggestions on there to make this more about than just the food and from there there are videos of me they're short and sweet with a self-care tip and pretty much a whole 30 motivation for days 1 through 30 and into your reintroduction for your whole 30. Because I get it, the Whole30 is hard. <laughs> it's really, really hard, you need a little extra accountability, so I'm here to help you do that. And let's get into how the Whole30 can actually be a form of self-care. As you know, the, doing the Whole30 back in 2015 was really the start to my own self-care journey and I really see it as a form of self-care and you may or may not see it that way because I know when I was first introduced to the Whole30 I thought it was this crazy restrictive thing that I would never ever do. How could I give up cookies and wine and margaritas? Oh my gosh, but I did it. So let me tell you five ways that the Whole30 can be a form of self-care for you. Number one, It's really a time to become self-aware. So let me give you an example. You really start to realize maybe some unhealthy habits you have that you turn to when you're stressed. So for me, for example, I learned during my Whole30 when I am stressed, I usually turn to sugar or alcohol. When I'm overwhelmed, I would turn to sugar or alcohol just to kind of numb the pain or have that quick sugar high to feel better. But you know what always comes after that is you come down from that. So I learned to become more self-aware of when I was having these feelings, what should I do instead? I turned to healthier habits instead. I would turn to getting outside and walking or just having a hot cup of green tea or just walking away and doing a simple task for a few minutes to get my mind off of whatever whatever I was feeling and what I wanted to turn to, which was, you know, almost like a, um, a pacifier in a way. It's not going to totally pacify you for long, right? So it's a way for you to become more self-aware. And my friend, that is a high form of self-care. So number two, you do create new healthy habits. So two of the biggest things that I took away from my Whole30 is learning how to prep And I'm talking about spending hours in the kitchen on a Sunday with all the meal prep containers because I've done that. And that may or may not be for you personally. That's not for me because I don't have a lot of time and my weekends aren't always the same where I'm able to have that time to do that. But I learned how to make simple meals and I share that now with my clients and really learn to make meal prep easy for myself. So for example, I'll make just a bunch of chicken at the beginning of the week or roast some veggies and then throw it in the air fryer. Did I tell you I got an air fryer? Oh my gosh, the coolest thing in the world. I digress. (laughs) A really good tool for a Whole30 for sure. But I've learned how to make it easier on myself and thus having healthy meals be easier. Also, I've really learned how to read labels. You become more intentional with what you put in your body when you're able to become, um, like I like to call myself, a label reading ninja over time. But from that, I've become more intentional with everything that I listen to, everything that I put in my body, the way that I move my body. I've created these new healthy habits, which just stemmed from doing the Whole30, that have really been some of the pillars in my own self-care routine. Okay, number three. It's a lesson in learning to say no. (laughs) Because during the Whole30, you have to say no thank you quite a lot of times. If you're in a social setting and someone offers you a glass of wine or a beer, you have to say no thank you. And feel okay with saying that, not feeling like you have to give some big, long explanation as to why. But you get better at saying no. You develop this really great habit of saying no to things that don't serve you anymore. And my friend, that is a high form of self-care. And the Whole30 is a really great way to practice that. Number four, I feel so empowered from doing the Whole30, and that applies to other areas of your life. For me, it was seeing something from start to finish in regards to my health. 30 days, in my opinion, was a very long time to give up some of the things that I thought I needed and loved and learned to you know develop healthier habits and not rely on those things anymore. But that empowerment I felt afterwards and the, the confidence I felt in myself to do hard things... As I've talked about so many times, that's carried into so many other areas of my life as far as, you know, just launching this podcast. I I sat on this idea for a whole year before I launched it because I was really scared. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do it, but it's been the biggest blessing in my life. And that empowerment has led me to do other things. Okay, so it allows you to feel empowered. That's such a high form of self-care. And number five, I learned to put myself First. That is one of the biggest lessons I've learned from doing the Whole30 in such a high form of self-care and where the name of the show, The Self-Care Isn't Selfish Podcast, came from. You know, I thought when I did the Whole30, it was going to be too hard. I was going to have to make multiple meals for my kids. But in fact, I was setting a really good example for them and we were all starting to eat healthier now as a family. And that improved everyone's overall moods and health and so forth. And it really just... I can't can't even put into words sometimes what this has done for my confidence, for me emotionally and mentally, what it did for my husband and I's relationship and just us as a family and whole. And it really just started with changing what I put on my plate and putting myself and my health first and just that wonderful snowball effect it had in my life. And was it scary to do? Was it hard? Absolutely. But can you do it? You sure can. So that's all I got for today. I felt really called on my heart just to share a little bit more how I see Whole30 as a form of self-care and how... You know, really over time this has developed into my own philosophy on food freedom and now how I eat cookies guilt-free. <laughs> I share more about that in the course. But if you would like to start the whole 30 Anytime course with me or add on some of those bonuses like texting or weekly Zoom calls, go ahead and follow the link in the show notes. I would love to connect with you over there. Or just go um, give me a follow on Instagram at Emily Nichols22. I'll be posting a lot more fun stuff about what's coming from the whole Whole30 community in the next few weeks as the January Whole30 is quickly approaching. But gang, I just want to let you know, I see you. I feel you that this time of year is really, really hard and there's a lot of overwhelm going on. What I've learned this year in this crazy season we've been, and I've learned this from my Whole30 clients, A lot of them felt the need to take control in regards to their own self-care and their own mental and physical well-being by doing a Whole30. And most of them are return clients or people that have done Whole30s in the past. They just felt the need to be able to take care of themselves, and they did that through the Whole30. So whether the Whole30 is for you or not, I want to encourage you to take care of yourself this holiday season. Remember what this holiday season is about and really think about taking the time for you mama because you deserve it and as always self care isn't selfish. Merry Christmas to you all and I'll catch you next week.